Hey, welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that helps you fall asleep. I'm Dearest Scooter. I think I just snorted there a little bit. And I'm going to tell you a bedtime story. Uh, And if this is your first time here, this is exactly how the podcast works. It's to help put aside your thoughts before you go to bed and fall asleep. So what you do is you get in bed, pull up your covers, close your eyes, do whatever other pre-bed stuff you do. And I'll talk and tell you a story or talk about something, and hopefully that'll let you put aside whatever your bills or your kids or your job or your loved ones, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whatever's bothering you and keeping you awake. Or maybe it's just some surreal praying mantis, giant praying mantis that you're seeing in your room. I hope not, but whatever it is, hopefully my story will distract you. And the secret ingredient I put in is a whole lot of boredom. Eventually, I added in slowly. And that seems to be what I'm good at, is telling boring stories. So you just listen, and hopefully you'll fall asleep. That's my goal. If I fail at that, like you listen to a few podcasts, and you say, hey, man, you're not boring, or you're just annoying, or I'm just, I can't fall asleep. I don't think it's the, my distraction. You know what? Email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com, or let me know via Twitter, at Dearest Scooter. And I'll try to work with you. I've been reading a lot about sleep stuff. I'm no expert by any means, and I'm not selling any sleep-related. I'm not a sleep master, or I don't have the uh, 10 secrets to sleeping or anything. I'm not selling any junk like that or vitamins. I'm just a person that struggles with sleep myself, and I happen to like telling boring stories. And, you know, I I just want to help, honestly. And I want you guys to help, too. If you like the podcast, tell someone about it. There's lots of people out there, whether it's on Twitter or in the real world, real world out there. uh, Let them know. Um, You know, I'm trying to form a community of, well, people hopefully that formerly used to struggle falling asleep and help other people. And if you can review and rate us on iTunes, that'll help raise our profile and get more people listening. I think my stomach's growling. If it is, uh, I'm just keeping it real here because whatever. Happy New Year and let people know. And let me know if something's not working or something is working. Feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com or at Dearest Scooter on Twitter. I'm a little behind because of, uh, I don't know, I don't really have a good excuse. Holidays, blah. But usually I post uh, on Twitter and on the website Sleep Stuff. So check it out. I think that's about it. Let's get on to our show tonight. Tonight I'm just going to be doing a random story that I'm kind of making up as I go along. So I hope that helps you fall asleep. So get in bed and fall asleep with me. Tonight I'm going to tell you a story. It's called The Tooth Fairy's Assistant. And, you know, with Christmas just passing and I had a lot of episodes, you know, exploring some of the, um, I don't know, mysteries of Christmas or... I'm laughing. I don't know why I'm in a good mood tonight. You know, I, I, I looked at a lot of stories that were in my mind about Christmas, and this just came up recently. It was about the Tooth Fairy because, well, you know, the Tooth Fairy is a really unappreciated, hardworking fairy as far as, um, like, when you compare it to Santa Claus. Yeah, Santa Claus is working all year round making toys, but the Tooth Fairy is literally, is literally the right thing? Actually, the Tooth Fairy is... Circling the globe all the time, always on duty, 
And sure, it's a fairy, so it probably doesn't need eight hours of sleep a night like we do. At some point, this is this is where the story comes from. I'm just trying to relay to you. The Tooth Fairy kind of got fed up. And was like, man, like, you know, I'm really busy. And then, you know, to make it worse, being fed up, this was, uh, you, you know, summertime. And the Tooth Fairy's like, I could be doing summer stuff, you know. Like, on the beach, relaxing. But these teeth, they're always falling out. Well, at the same time, uh, a famous company, you might have heard of them, Wonka. Uh, of Willy Wonka fame, Wonka Candies or Wonka Chocolates. They were gearing up for uh, their candy production since they make, a lot of people don't know this, Wonka's responsible for most of the candy in the world, whether it's the base ingredients or the actual produced candy. So they were gearing up for Halloween, obviously. And uh, I'm not sure, I mean, I just got this information from outside sources, but what happened was, like, from the movies, there's been two movies, I believe, it's you know they have some sort of river system for chocolate, also one for liquid sugar. I don't know if they showed that in any of the movies, but at some point they were prepping you know their giant sugar and chocolate things for uh, Christmas. I don't know if they had hired new workers that weren't properly trained, but when they were prepping the um, the sugar for both the chocolate and the liquid sugar, I think simple sh- syrup they call it. That's in the bar biz. I don't know if they call it in the candy business, but they. Uh, the the giant um, silos that they emptied into the river to start the mixing or the mixers. I, I've never been to the factory, so I'm just going on secondhand knowledge. But uh, they have regular sugar. You know, they have a variety of different sugars, but they have the super sticky sugar that you, they use for super sticky products only. And that's not supposed to be in the mainline um, rivers. It's supposed to be just saved for these specialty candies. But somehow, the mix-up thousands and thousands of pounds of the super sticky sugar got injected into the regular candy as opposed to just regular sugar. So that's like a little, I think I used foreshadowing incorrectly last episode. I don't even know if it's correct that right now, but that's going to come come back. So, you know, Wonka kicks the production in. They don't, they don't catch this mistake because once it's liquefied and, you know, everything's going on, whatever, they catch it too late. So all this sticky candy goes out on Halloween. Post-Halloween, starting on November 1st, the Tooth Fairy, like the Tooth Fairy has this um, magical, it's kind of like a cross between a crystal ball and a globe where, you know, she's spotting, you know, all the different, she's getting live feeds of teeth falling out. And all of a sudden the thing is blowing up. You know, she's getting four or five times the traffic. And she's she's freaking about to have a nervous breakdown. She tries for two nights to keep up this demand. And even though she's got these fairy powers, she's beat. And she's like, no, that's it. I'm uh, I'm thinking about, you know, she's thinking to herself, should I go on strike, whatever. So she calls up Mother Nature, who's kind of the queen of the fairies, I guess you could say, or the fairy master or fairy queen, whatever, their boss, Mother Nature. She says, you know, can I get in to see you? She's like, yeah, sure. What's up? She said, I don't know. You know, do the, I sent her a report. You know, did you see the data from my reports? You know, this tooth fallout's up five thousand percent. You know, I, I can barely keep up with the man, and that's only using all of my powers. I'm really, I mean, I, I'm at. I, 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 I said, mother, calm down, calm down. So, you're overwhelmed because your job is to 
fly into little kids' rooms, pull their teeth out, and put some money underneath, right? Yeah, yeah, thanks, Mother Nature. Yeah, that's, I'm feeling overwhelmed about that, like, because there's a lot more teeth falling out right now, and, you know, I've been down on my, okay, okay, you're overwhelmed. Just because, just so let's just talk, though. So your job is just to fly around, you know, everything, change out the money and the teeth, right? Right, Mother Nature, yeah. Thank you just for, so the whole balance of the planet Earth's ecosystem doesn't depend on you, correct? And, you know, you don't have these humans mucking about with the teeth. The teeth, I mean, the teeth, sounds like there might be some human thing going on here, but they're not altering what I'm trying, you're trying to do. And, you know, you don't have all life hanging on. There's a, your, your job isn't life and death, is it? Mother Nature, I don't get it. Like, are you being sarcastic? Because I'm really, oh, no, no, no. I was just making observation because, well, I guess I do have some assistance, but, you know, just, you know, it could be worse. <laughs> um, well, let's see. I, I could, uh, let me let me look for some help for you. Why don't you get back to work? And I'm really, you know, chop chop. I mean, whew, you got to fly around and get those teeth changed out. So I get it. I mean, it's not like, you know, there's an earthquake going on in Indonesia right now while we're talking, you know, that I didn't, you know. Anyway, I'll get you some help, okay? Good day. So too fairy. It's like, man, Mother Nature is just... Well, okay, maybe she's under a lot of pressure. Barometric pressure. <laughs> oh, bad, 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 bad joke. Um, so that was the Tooth Fairy's joke, not mine. So Tooth Fairy goes back to her globe, and she's plot- plotting out the next night, and it's getting, you know, the globe's kind of like a supercomputer, more powerful probably, and more organic or magical. But spewing out her things, and and then there's like bump, 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 knock at her um, cottage door. She said, "Come in." There's a gnome there, with like teeny tiny wings. She said, "Hi, uh, I'm the Tooth Fairy. How can I help?" Said, yeah, I'm Larry the gnome. I'm here to help. And she said, "Oh, hmm. Oh, well, you're here to help me. Can you fly at light speed?" Nah. Hmm. How's your handwriting? Can can you uh, write some notes for children for me? Yeah, I don't read or write. Oh goodness, goodness gracious, goodness gracious! Oh Lord, you know how many teeth that we have to change out tonight? Hey, uh, you got to slay like Santa. Like, am I gonna have to? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just trying to figure out why, why um. Why in the word Mother Nature would uh, send you to me? Um, well, anyway, let's go on a tour. Uh, I'll give you a tour, and then we can see. So the fairy goes, and there's, like, giant magical sub-basements to her cottage. So they go down there, and she shows them kind of the envelope room where they keep on the envelopes and the notes and this wormhole where that she reaches through to grab the paper and the envelopes and then goes down another level to the bank, which is pretty secure, but you'd think it'd be more secure. I'm sure there's stuff I don't know about. I mean, uh, but, but anyway, so then she's like showing the gnome these different 
you know, how similar wormhole, how she reaches in and going through the different um, currencies of the world and the gnomes cracking jokes about the euro and the Canadian dollar and different um, strange-sounding currencies, which I, I don't know any off the top of my head. But, you know, he's, he's, he's making wise. And then the Tooth Fairy, she's just had it. She's goes nuts and and something shoots out of her wand. Boom! Blows it. Blows a hole in the. Uh, oddly enough, the loonies, which I think is some Canadian dollar or something. I don't know. They pour everywhere, and she's crying and screaming and stomping. And, I'm gonna quit. I've, I've had. I'm never gonna. Well, look at all these loonies on the floor. I feel like a loon. And the gnome looks at her and goes, Yeah, and there's uh, 11,172 loonies on the ground. Really? Yep. Um, tonight, uh, we are going to need 45,000 loonies for the children of Canada. And uh, let me clean that up. And... His hands move like lightning. He's stacking these loonies and putting them in, putting them in. He, he, somehow he re, his hands are moving so fast he melts a new glass tube, puts it in. Loonies are back filled up. And he says, okay, and she just points at the uh, the euros. I don't even know which euro coin, probably a dollar. But, I mean, some people aren't rich, you know. There might be pennies. I don't, maybe most countries are smart enough not to have pennies anymore, but I live in the U.S., Anyway, she's pointing at him. He's whipping it off. Oh, that's uh, equivalent U.S. eight million five hundred dollars. But I was saying, what's that? Oh, current exchange rate. And he makes a couple cracks wise about bitcoins. He's like, I don't see, you know, and volatility. I mean, this guy. If you were going to invest your money, he'd be, you know, if you're going to play the currency market, he'd be your man. And then, you know, the fairy starts getting excited because that's one of the hardest parts of the job is dealing with the money. I mean, you're reaching through a wormhole, and then you're trying to move the wormhole around to the right currency, and then you got to reach in, put in an envelope. So she reaches through the envelope wormhole, throws it up, and she kicks over the U.S. quarters one, and dude's done. The whole next night's work is done. He's like, yeah, you got a 147,000 United States stops tonight. Plus, uh, you know, Virgin Islands, we got 122 stops. Puerto Rico, 87. You know, he's going through this guy. Boom. So the uh, Tooth Fairy just sits down. She relaxes. And uh, Larry, Larry the Gnome, he says, you know, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna work great together. And, you know, I'll tell you what. Like, gnomes don't get visited by the Tooth Fairy. But I appreciate, you know, the, the metaphor for what you do. And the Tooth Fairy's like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, you're the one, you know, when children, he's like, you know, there's puberty. That's off in the distance, you know, when they become men and women. But this is when they transfer from, like, almost like babies to kids, you know. They're ha they're on their way. And he's like, and you're there to kind of pull them on to the next stage. And, you know, for gnomes, he's like, we're born. And then, boom, we're, they throw us. You know, in a mine, we're supposed to be cracking rocks and stuff. He's like, you know, we don't have that kind of pleasant transition. And he was not every kid does. You know, there's a lot of kids that are exploited and mistreated or or their parents just don't have time or they don't have parents. But he's like, you know, 
it's important what you do. And I'm, I'm proud to be working uh, for the Tooth Fairy. I, I'm proud to say I'm Larry, the Tooth Fairy's assistant. And it's my honor to assist you from here on out. And the Tooth Fairy didn't know what to say except for, oh, well, you know, there's no breaks and we're already behind schedule, so let's get to work. And that is the story of the Tooth Fairy's assistant. Happy New Year. It's uh, 2014. This happened in uh, 20, 2011 with the Willy Wonka candy mix-up and the Tooth Fairy. So that guy's been working for it for a while now. They might even have more assistants now. I don't know. I'll, I'll look into it. But Happy New Year. I hope you sleep well tonight. And, I, um, yeah, that's all I can say. I, I usually go off on a tangent about boredom. I have, um, yeah. I mean, I really understand if you can't sleep. I mean, I'm not sleeping well uh, right now myself. Um, I think I put on the blog. I like to cram myself between the bed and the wall and then um, just kind of, you know, try to fall asleep there. I sleep, I like it cold. That's a tip, pro tip for free from a person who gives tips nonstop. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, if you got any tips for me falling asleep, I mean, I can't listen to myself. But uh, I just like to, uh, you know, I mean, I think the main thing I've learned is, uh, you know, no pressure, man. You'll fall asleep or you won't. Um, I get to freak out. I get angry. And that doesn't help. Uh, like you might be getting angry at me right now because I'm talking and you're listening and you're supposed to be asleep. And I was supposed to bore you to sleep. And instead, I went on this weird meandering journey into the sub-basements of the uh, Tooth Fairy. And I'm sorry if you're not asleep, but don't get mad. I mean, get mad at me, but don't get mad at yourself. Just take a couple breaths, and as I've said before, this you might have been you might be struggling with this for the past couple weeks. It might be because of something, because of work. It might be a schedule change. I mean, this is kind of a rough time of year for sleep. You got some people are off of work, some people got to work. You know, you got. It's not like, you know, okay, so it's gonna be all right. And just remember, you know, Mother Nature's got it worse, <laughs> according to her. So, you know, she won't be hearing your complaints about sleep. She'll uh, eat you for breakfast. So enjoy the new year and sleep well, my friends. I like saying that. And you are my friends. I mean, I guess. I mean, I consider you my friends. I consider I, I'm considering this a friendly gesture to you, and I appreciate you listening to me. So. Sleep well, my friends. Uh, Larry, the Tooth Fairy's assistant, sends his best. So does the Tooth Fairy, but I mean, she's really, really busy. I mean, really, Santa, what are you complaining about, bro? Of Rudolph. I mean, Rudolph went on this vision quest. Tooth Fairy's working 365. All right, good night.